Welcome to the Alumni Podcast Series. I'm Mary. I'm Nasa. We're recent graduates of CIT's MA in Public Relations with New Media and your hosts for this short podcast series. Today, we are delighted to welcome early education graduate and PhD holder Wendy Oke to the podcast. Wendy is the founder of TeachCloud, an innovative education technology that helps teachers manage paperwork and spend more time with their children. In 2019, Wendy was listed as one of the Sunday Independents 30 Under 30. Wendy, welcome to the Alumni Podcast Series. Thanks for having me. So that's um, quite an impressive introduction there, Wendy. So I suppose maybe to just go back to the very beginning, um, you grew up in Cork? I grew up in Cork. I'm originally from Nigeria. Mm. And um, I suppose, could you tell us a little bit like what drew you to the early education course here at CIT? Yeah, so that's a great question. I think to to start off with, um, my grandfather was, well, still is a huge inspiration in my life. And he grew up in extreme poverty. So the kind of poverty where he was living in a makeshift hut. Um, so his mom always believed in the power of an early education and knew that ensuring he had the best start in life would be their ticket out of poverty. So, you know, sometimes um, she would go without food to ensure that she could pay his school fees and Long story short, he, he went from that makeshift hut to a Supreme Court judge. So growing up with this story, I always believed in the power of education to break the cycle of poverty and specifically in early education. But it wasn't really anything that I looked at, you know, with regards to a profession. I really wanted to be a doctor. Um, so during my fourth, fifth and, and sixth year, a few traumatic events happened, let's say. And uh, one of them was my mom being diagnosed with cancer. So I kind of, you know, lost the will to study or I didn't really take an interest in anything at all. Um, I did really poorly in my leaving cert and probably one of the worst results in my year to date, I'd say. Um, so after that, then I, I was actually on my way to repeat my leaving cert. I remember walking to go to uh, College of Commerce to repeat and I got a phone call saying, hey, would you like to do nursing studies? And so I said, okay, you know, nursing studies, they get to at least stand next to doctors, at least you'll be in a hospital. So I, I did that um, instead. So at the end of the, that uh, nursing studies, I really found a love of school and just learning in general. And I did quite well in that and, and was convinced, you know, I'd get into a nursing degree program. So all of my options on the CAO um, reapplying again were for nursing at a level eight. And then I left um, the level seven box empty. And I kind of came back to it randomly and I put down early childhood education, not really knowing what it would entail, but knowing, you know, it was, it was important because of my grandfather. Anyway, I didn't need to, to know what it would entail because, you know, I was convinced that I was definitely going to get into nursing. So on the day of the CAO results, lo and behold, I got into early childhood education in CIT. Okay, and um, I suppose then when you started then, because it was very different to what you wanted to do before. So when you started there, did you ever think that you'd end up with uh, an ed tech business with international reach? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I, I was actually in CIT for seven to eight years, um, like a, a really long time. And I remember like the first day of um, my degree course, I remember just asking myself, what are you doing here? Because it really wasn't what I had seen for myself. But I just started to love it. I, I was literally obsessed with the course by like, I, I want to say the end of the first year. And what really drew me into not just ed tech, but like early years in general was that 
like we would learn a lot about how a quality early education like there's a lot of research that shows that children that have access to these um you know these types of services they're less likely to be incarcerated they're more likely to own their own homes there were just so many benefits and um and then we started going on placement and that really pushed me towards the research direction because i noticed that although many services strived towards quality they were struggling with the amount of paperwork and compliance standards that they needed to to reflect a quality practice for inspections um, and so once again, I became intrigued specifically with quality in education and how to support teachers to demonstrate uh, quality in, um, in early years education. So I then embarked on a PhD and had amazing supervisors in CIT, Dr. Judith Butler and Dr. Keen O'Neill, and um, was able to do like entrepreneurship programs, acceleration programs, again, all because I had attended CIT. So that's kind of what then led me to TeachCloud. Yeah, and when you were um, developing this idea, um, you started or you went with Student Inc. And then I think you were the first person from Student Inc. to go on to New Frontiers with this idea for TeachCloud. Yeah, um, yeah, so I started Student Inc. in the Rubicon. And if you're anyone at all and you're in CIT and you are thinking of um, starting a business, I would say definitely go into the Rubicon. The Student Inc. program was amazing because I was able to you basically just take the summer and you go out and you talk to prospective customers and um yeah that really helped me to to see if this would actually be a viable business and then from there i got onto the new frontiers program um so from there um you're now at a stage with teach cloud where you have customers and you're moving on to like upscaling um, and bringing it forward so i suppose what exactly is TeachGuide doing for teachers um, that wasn't there before and how does it all work? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so TeachGuide is an early years management and compliance application for early childhood services. So that's preschools, creches, daycare services, after school services. And really what, uh, there's, there's a lot of unique selling points for TeachGuide, but the main thing is that we help preschools, early childhood services, comply with regulations, communicate with parents and manage every aspect of their business. So you're able to streamline everything from COVID-19 risk assessments to attendance to instant messaging with parents. And TeachCloud will also give you educational and safety prompts as well to ensure that you're actually meeting not only the minimum standards for safety, but actually excelling those as well. So not only does it streamline everything, but it actually gives the teacher suggestions on how to improve their practice, but also how to enable children to reach their full potential. So that's really reassuring from the teacher's point of view, like that you have all this covered. And for the reality of what their job is, um, what does that mean, you know, for their own, I suppose, feeling and just mental state going into the classroom? How does it change their day to day life? Um, I mean, I, I won't say how I think it changes it. I'll, I'll quote a customer and, and she literally just said that it helps her sleep at night. So she's able to do what she loves, which is educate and care for children. She does not love doing paperwork. She does not love, you know, sitting in office, taking boxes. So it really enables her to have that peace of mind. Teach Cloud supports me. It helps me with all the templates, best practice that I need so that I can actually focus on really what matters most, which is, you know, the children and their families. Yeah, and I suppose... In the current climate as well, I mean, we now have new regulations coming in um, because of COVID-19 that teachers are going to have to deal with. Um, so what are the knock-on effects for children of what's going on at the moment? Yeah, so that's that's a great question. I think there's, there's a lot of different knock-off um, effects. I mean, one of them for sure is that 
and people may not be seeing it this way, but COVID-19 is definitely a traumatic event um, in children's lives. I mean, it's the same as, um, you know, you might think of like a, a disaster or your parents getting a divorce. Um, it's definitely going to be a, a traumatic event for these children. They're not, nobody is sure what's going to happen. We're all uncertain. And um, so, you know, research is coming out now showing that um, because of COVID-19, children's behaviour is getting um, affected. You're, you're seeing more anxiety in young children as well. And that's why it's, it's, it's really pivotal or important that we have quality early years educators because those children are going into those services. And, um, you know, we did a webinar on, on trauma, actually, um, with TeachCloud, and we had over 500 registrations for that. And they were really interested in what do we say to the children? Like when they come in and they're asking us these questions, they're coming in crying, they're, they're afraid, they're not sure what's happening. So it's really important that we're supporting our teachers and also the parents to, you know, to really, I guess, explain to children, um, you know, what's happening, but also to reassure them as well. Yeah, so I suppose that's um, a good point there, you know, what you say to children, because they, they are really intuitive and they do have questions and they do, they do have a sense of what's going on. So I suppose maybe for those early, um, early years, um, what, what do you say to them about all of this? Yeah. Um, I think from, from that webinar, and we actually had like two experts in trauma, um, and really what I got from that was just be truthful. Um, we don't want to sugarcoat anything, but we also don't want to like, make them really afraid either so but it's just telling the truth like yes this is happening um you know it's it's something that we have to wash our hands and we have to take these certain precautions but you know if you do that you, you will you will be okay and we can only do the best that we can you know but also really like there's some children that when they come into an earlier service you know they're settling in it's their first time in an earlier service That's, i'm getting that a lot from our customers and um you know, and so they don't, their parents can't come in and sit with them, you know, so it, it's again, having that familiar face, whether it's your teacher or um, with TeachCloud, for example, a lot of services are using like um, the communication um, feature. So they're able to send the parent a video or a picture. Hey, they're fine. They're not crying anymore. Or even send um, the parents, they will send a picture or a video of themselves to the child. You know what I mean? So it's, it's finding new ways of communicating and, um, but also really having the best interests of the, the child at her heart. Yeah, so I suppose those relationships are really important, especially with young children like that. And you did say there that they it might be their first time in a, in, a, in a service like this. So I suppose there's the issue of kind of making friends and I suppose social distancing as well. So how important is kind of social contact like that for young children between each other as well? Yeah, I mean, responsive relationships are key in early years, especially for young children. And of course, we want to, you know, implement those social distancing measures. But in preschools, what we're hearing and really what like is coming out even from the government is that like social distancing is not necessarily going to be possible between children. You know, children are children. They're going to see contact. They're going to want to hug their friends. Um, and that's how they make friends. And that's how they develop socially and emotionally. So definitely keeping that in mind that, um, you know, in preschools, we're not going to be able to like, separate children and like they won't be able to talk to their friends um, but definitely still keeping up those cleaning um, schedules that like we have on teach cloud those risk assessments making sure that you're disinfecting and that you're feeling safe so that if you do suspect that there is a case that instead of waiting for that case to be confirmed that you're actually taking the precautions as if the case had been um, confirmed but yeah um, really responsive quality interactions in preschools is what matters most for children's development yeah and i suppose in preemptive um actions as well there might be some limited um schooling hours as well so i suppose 
what can maybe teachers and parents kind of do to for their children to make the most of that time when they are at school um i mean especially with early years it's really all about um social and emotional um, interaction so really i think it's 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 what they're doing already i think a really important point and we're doing something similar to this um, on Cloud Academy, which is where we have videos from teachers, um, videos from just professionals in general, where they have videos on singing, music, magic tricks, just things that are more emotionally helping the child develop and socially, rather than focusing on, oh, well, the children are, are they're now only attending for three hours a day instead of eight. So what can we do at home? It's really about making those interactions that you do have um, high quality. And especially in early years, it's, it's less to do with, um, you know, two plus two is four and, and more to do with enabling the child to have confidence in, their, in themselves, enabling the child to have identity and belonging, enabling the child to have well-being, to be able to communicate their needs because they're all the foundation for learning. You, you probably know yourself someone who, you know, we all know someone who you, you talk to and they can't make eye contact with you and they might be the, the nicest person ever or, um, you know, they find it really, they, they don't have confidence in themselves. Like all of those things that we take for granted are the foundation for learning, whether that's maths, whether that's literacy. If you don't have confidence in yourself, if you don't feel that you belong um, to a certain social group, you know, it's going to be very hard for you to go through life. So like I said, you know, it's less to do with the math and the literacy, and it's really to do with those quality interactions. And I'm actually really proud of Ireland and the early childhood educators that I'm speaking to, because a lot of them are saying this. They're saying, you know, we really want to empower the children. We want to enable them to be confident so that when they do go into primary school, into secondary school, then, you know, they're, they're really um, coming from a place of um, confidence. I think that that's, um, yeah, it's so true. Like, I, I've never really thought about this before, obviously not coming from an earlier background, but listening to you speak, um, I mean, I can remember being in play school for the first time and crying and my mom leaving. So those memories do stay with you and they do affect how you grow up. Um, and I suppose like what I'm thinking listening to you speak is that really like this is actually the future of education is more focus on that social um, and that confidence development. 100% and I think early years is leading the way in this because like in Ireland for example our framework is called Ashter and like that would talk about all about um, emotional development social development you know if you like like I said like if you don't have those things going forward is going to be quite difficult and like you said like you, I don't actually remember my first day of um of preschool but apparently I just told my mom okay bye and I just went <laughs> off I didn't I didn't cry at all um, <laughs> but you know those memories do stay with you like I'm sure you can even definitely because I definitely can remember a teacher that wasn't nice to me um a teacher that maybe told me that I definitely had a teacher tell me you're never going to amount to anything in life I remember those words I will probably never forget those words and so you know as a child you're kind of thinking oh they're children they don't remember but they do those experiences stay with them and like if you can you know like you said like if you had really great experiences especially in your early years then you're always going to think well education is a great thing I, I love learning you know and, and I can do it because I've done it before but if you have really bad experiences starting off then you're coming from a place of kind of negative learning experiences and it's hard then to change that um, as you get older so I think that's a great point that that you made. I suppose as well then with kind of this a situation that the young children are going into trying to make it trying to make their time in school the most positive aspect of all of this for them is is really key. 
yeah definitely um and i think the same you know i'll say it again really proud of our teachers not just early years but even primary school teachers secondary school teachers because they're really focused on the students and the children um and and yeah it, it's going to be making sure that we're, we have the best interests of children at heart and this time maybe it might be less about what we would think of academics or education and really more about and i keep saying it but you know about the confidence about the well-being of our children I think, I mean, from what you're saying, you seem to be a really good example of that yourself. Um, you know, like you said yourself, maybe around the time of your leaving search, you weren't that focused or you were distracted because you were dealing with other things. And so you didn't maybe get the best result. You now have a PhD, you have a tech startup. Um, I mean, if I Google you, like, wow, it's, there's this Sunday Independent, there, your picture is on the Irish Times. Um, and I think on the note of confidence, something that I've um, noticed is that for you being the face of Teach Cloud and you know you're you're speaking on camera in YouTube videos you're um, appearing on podcasts being comfortable kind of in yourself and being confident talking about what you do it's actually been a really important part of getting Teach Cloud off the ground um, so would you say that that is something that's important for anybody who's you know going after starting a business or who has an idea that they want to put forward? hundred um, percent. And I think even it doesn't matter if you're starting a business, if you're going into study law, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Um, like you said, you'll always find yourself having to talk to people, whether you like it or not. And I know like at the moment we're social distancing and we're at home, but like even now, like we're talking on Zoom, you know, you'll have to talk to people on the phone, like having those mannerisms where, you know, when you're talking to someone, you can tell that they're smiling um, mm -hmm. or you can tell that they're confident and they believe what they're saying. Like all of that is so important. It doesn't matter what job you do, being able to communicate and socialize with people will get you so far. Um, now, just at the same time to, to say that when I first started Teach Cloud, I had a lot of mentoring. I still do. Like um, I was on, there was some publication that I was on um, something to do with um, best startups in Europe. And my supervisor, my former PhD supervisor sent that to me um, yesterday. And she said, why didn't you tell me about this? And I was like, oh, no, no, it's great. She's like, Wendy, you need to start like almost like she was basically saying, say, you need to start bragging, you need to start shouting from the rooftops. And I will say this as well, like, especially uh, women who are, who are founders, a lot of times we'll do amazing stuff or someone will recognize our achievements and we all almost want to play it down. We're like, oh, no, no, it's grand or it wasn't that good, you know. And actually, we need to be going out there and shouting and saying, yes, I actually am doing this. And I'm really passionate about what I'm doing. Come and join me. Let me tell you about it. Um, and so even though you're saying, you know, you're confident and you're, you know, she, my supervisor still only last night, you know, was like, hey, why didn't you tell me about this? And I was like, don't share it. Don't share it. Um, and, and I always say this, whether you're a woman or a man, whatever profession you're in, like I raised my first 50,000 from just shouting um, on the rooftop. So like on LinkedIn, I was posting a lot about early years and why we weren't investing in early years, especially when there were so many returns. So for example, every one euro we invest in early years, we get seven euro back. That's seven times your investment, which is crazy. Um, and I was like, why is no one supporting our teachers to, to, to reduce their paperwork, to comply with regulations and improve the quality? And I was seeing this all on LinkedIn and that was an investor saw that and was like, hey, I really like what you're doing. How much do you want? And I was like, oh, um, 50,000. He was like, okay, cool. <laughs> so and that was just from one LinkedIn post so you know yeah definitely being confident in yourself um, and shouting from the rooftops what you're doing especially when you're an entrepreneur is really important so I suppose as well just one of our last questions for you is um, Teach Cloud is based in Ireland um, but I suppose you're kind of growing and growing so 
where would you like to see it go? And um, yeah, what's next for TeachCloud? There's, there's so many, you know, things that we're, we're looking at. So we're looking at um, going into online training for childcare uh, providers, especially during um, COVID-19. We're also looking at the homeschooling environment. So we will be launching Cloud Academy to that effect with, um, you know, lots of best practice videos that children can do with their parents at home. But for Teach Cloud, for me, it's really about supporting teachers. Whatever way we can support teachers, that's where I want to see it go. And I want to be in every English-speaking countries within the next five to ten years. Um, you know, teachers, they're the same everywhere. They're passionate about what they do. They love working with children, but they're bogged down by paperwork, whether that's marking. Uh, lecturers will, you know, will know about this in CIT, whether that's, that's marking or that's uh, um, filling out forms to comply with regulation. So, for me, it's really about making an impact and a difference to not only children's and their families' lives, but really supporting our teachers. Because what we found during COVID-19 is that teachers are essential workers. We need teachers. <laughs> um, you know, people can't, some people can't go to work without an early childhood education. In fact, a lot of parents can't go to work without um, an early childhood education um, service. And we rely on it for not only labour activation, but also for the future of our society and the type of graduates that we're, we're producing. Um, and we do a really good job um, of that in Ireland, but we definitely need more investment in, in early years. And I know I'm going off the topic with what I want for TeachCloud, but just in as a whole, I'm really passionate about early years education. And so we really need to start investing in our teachers if we want to see that return on, on investment, you know, in the next five to 10 to 100 to 200 years. So I suppose as well, then TeachCloud is kind of shining a light on this, um, this area and really kind of drawing attention to what needs to be done and what you are doing at the moment? Look, I would like to think so. Um, <laughs> um, I would like to think so. And that's, that's what I, I would like to do. You know, I, I've had a few publications for my PhD and all of every time it comes back to investment, it comes back to how amazing um, our teachers are and, and what we need to do next. So yeah, that, that is my dream to, to, you know, I don't mind being the face. I, I don't care as long as we get that investment back to the teachers, back to the children and back to their families. Um, I mean, I've heard you say my vision is literally to take over the world with Teach Cloud. I think that's like the best possible vision that you could have. Um, and I think you said like you're well on track to do so. Please God, fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, look, that's all our questions for you today. Thank you so much for taking the time to be on our podcast. Thank you guys. I really enjoyed it. Thanks, Wendy.